everyone. Welcome to the Author Sherry Show. My name is Author Sherry. I work as a renowned public speaking coach and TEDx speaker coach in India. And I'm on a mission to create 1 million public speakers in India by 2030. And that's the reason I've created a platform for all the established and aspiring orators of India, MS Talks India. Folks, today we have a very special guest and she is already live with us on the screen. She's a dental surgeon with Ministry of Health and Family Welfare, pageant queen. She has become Mrs. India Worldwide 2014, Mrs. Heritage World 2015, Craftsvilla Miss Ethnic 2015, Femina Officially Gorgeous 2016, and she is one of the pioneer video blogger on psycho-spiritual self-growth of Indian women. A founder of her own enterprise, Queen in the Making, a TEDx speaker, and she is doing some fabulous work. And most of you already know her. She is a big, big social media influencer. Without any wastage of time, let me invite and welcome our special guest on Author Sherry Show, Dr. Shivangi Maletia. Dr. Shivangi, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure thank to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sherry. It's an honor to be here and talking to you talking to such an enigmatic personality like you and let me start with congratulating you on building up such a fabulous fabulous empire of yours an empire in which everybody seems to be a king of his own and uh, you are also somewhere you know just letting people discover their inside uh, you know the potential unleashing their potential so I'm so very proud of you we all are so proud of you thank you for having me here Sherry Thanks a ton for your kind words. God has been kind, Shivangi. So let's let's kick off. Uh, I would like to listen to your favorite song. The first two lines, maybe you know, if you can sing for all of us listening. To I always keep on humming this song, especially in my difficult times. Aane wala pal, jaane wala hai. Aane wala pal Jaane wala hai O sakhi to ismi Zindegi Zindegi deta de Pal jo ye jaane wala hai So I really love this song and please excuse my bad singing but then oh, I you always have your voice. <laughs> Thank you. I hum it always, especially during my hardships. Yeah. And I always keep on telling myself that this is the moment and this moment wants to tell me something. So let me hear it properly without, you know, letting my thoughts and hustle bustle come in between. So that's that's superb. it for you. Yeah. Superb, superb. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, what's your favorite quote? Quote. Yeah. Actually, um, you know, the quotes keep on changing from time to time. But then yeah. there is this one dialogue that I heard somewhere. Yeah. And again, I repeat this dialogue like a affirmation always. Gar jannat kahi hai. Gar jannat kahi hai. To bas yahi hai, yahi hai. So whenever I am traveling in my past, or you know, restlessly running into my future, I always keep on telling myself, "Gar jannat kahi hai, to bas yahi hai, yahi hai, abhi hai." 
So this shine. is my favorite quote. You can say that. Yeah, and shine like a shine like a lotus. Yes, yes. Super, super, wonderful, yeah. wonderful, great, Shivangi. So let me start with uh, the questions which we would like to ask you. Tell us something yeah. about your exciting journey from the days of your school to now the Shivangi Malatya, who is now a social media influencer. <laughs> a medical expert a pageant queen right. with beauty in the genes right. so tell us something about this um sherry uh the thing is uh, like any other girl i also had my own share of insecurities complexes and you know being the tallest one in the class i was <laughs> always not looked upon but i was always looked down upon because uh, not many people could stand up the stature the the kind of vibes that i used to exude because they always felt intimidated by my presence that's what i i can realize now after looking back at my journey i can realize it and you know such people usually make you feel very downtrodden in yourself they make sure that you don't get to realize what they are actually feeling intimidated about so i had my share of insecurities and fearfulness and you know my kind of uh, inferiority complex that i had always suffered during my childhood days yeah. uh, because i was taller than the rest so i am 510 by the way so i was always taller okay. than the rest so people used to make me realize that i am not normal <laughs> that i am not belonging to the normal genre and uh, i was very tomboyish and i was very self cultivating in the fact that whatever i used to get involved i used to get involved completely 100% i wanted to understand and learn to the depths of the thing so that also somehow segregated me from the rest and it made them feel uncomfortable in my presence so again you know these were a few points but um, all in all i had a very spiritually a uh, laden or a spiritually engrossed family rooted family so my father used to tell me that there are two perspectives of a person one is the perspective which is uh, forced upon us by the society by our peers by the so called friends the teachers the parents also including himself yeah. and one perspective is which we build of our own so he said that you know through very small exercises i still remember i i must have been just 10 years or 11 years old and he used to tell me to sit silently you know 10 year child we have such restless minds and such wavering minds all the time so then yeah. also he used to teach me to sit silently and focus here on the focal center of the forehead and he used to tell me that see as you want to see yourself to be don't see yourself as you see yourself in the mirror or in another person's eyes don't see yourself like that wow because they are only reflections that you're seeing see yourself as original yourself you want to be here inside of you so that suddenly used to you know transverse me somewhere outside of me yet inside of me and somewhere away from that uh, nomenclature the world was trying to fix me into yeah on the other hand my mother being a botanist and a 
person who was very very close to nature she used to pick up a leaf every now and then tell us the botanical name and then starting from the physicality of the leaf she would go deep down into how a leaf functions how a plant is as much living an organism as we all are and they must be feeling the pain that we all feel in our day to day lives yet they are so much into their existence they are so much flourishing and growing and blossoming every now and then yeah. you know in spite of the hardships that they must be facing as living organisms like we do and yet they have nothing to complain about and there's so much to learn from them so likewise you know the growth was happening on a holistic level for me i am i am i consider myself to be blessed in that manner so this is all about my childhood sherry and once i grew up i had my own share of unconscious living i was growing and living as unconsciously as 95% of us are right now yeah. so you know much involved in my own uh, glamour and glare and my yeah. successful attitudes like you know getting a good job clearing upsc having a good uh, financial backbone falling in love with a the person of my life someone whom i always wanted to you know involve in involve within my life because i always wanted a feministic man somebody who can understand my dreams more than myself so i got somebody like that you know dr kuldeep my husband he's a fabulous man i wanted a family whom i can call mine you know even after my marriage and to grow closer to i got a mother in law who's a fabulous human being and she is somebody who always used to push me hard into my dreams you know in spite of letting her know that no i'm not ready maybe to enter my dream right now no you need to enter it right now so i got a family which was beautiful in all ways and all aspects my life was just perfect sherry and yet i suffered something called as panic attacks there was a lot of aggression inside which used to come out in a very unwanted unseen pattern an outburst and uh, in that outburst i used to hurt people i used to hurt myself i used to create a havoc around and uh, in one of the panic attacks i even hurt my 21 days old child so it was a neonate it was a newborn and i hurt him being his mother it was the most devastating time of my life because a mother hurting a child as young as that is something which we you know we call it a failure it's a lifetime failure nothing can be as big a failure as that so um, those were the few moments when i was actually forced i was pushed by nature by the universe to you know sit back and think again and to practice again what my father taught me somewhere down the lane in my childhood that is to look at myself who i was why is this all happening people say people have a tendency to actually uh, you know convey the entire uh, holds and uh, you know the nicks and holds of the situations to the outside world that you know my husband is responsible my in-laws are responsible my a uh, breaking job is irresponsible my breaking financial backbone is responsible to create this for me 
nothing was there there was no reason then who was responsible you know life made it quite easy for me to understand that there was wasn't any external reason there so of course of course the reason is internal always the reason is internal yeah we are foolish enough to consider the reasons to be external and then i was forced by my own life to actually seek an inside group and the first step was to open up my bag of dreams and to start living my dreams so that at least i i start exploring life you know it's a way of exploring yourself into life so pageantry was a part of it and uh, in spite being a married woman a mother somebody who was weighing 95 kgs back then so it was a challenge for me and i needed to first work on myself on my body on my mind completely and enter into a very challenging field where everybody is sitting to just judge you <laughs> everybody is yeah. so much there to judge you that are you a contender actually to enter into pageantry while being 95 kgs when i announced to my family to my friends to my parents you know for that matter yeah. that i want to be a pageant queen because it's my passion and i want to start redirecting my life and start ignoring the panic attacks aspect completely so their first question was are you even ready like do you feel that you know you stand somewhere there so so people are there to judge you and once i think it's all in the mind once you create your mind once you think that yes you need to do something you should just forge ahead forge ahead with your complete bag of hard work will power determination positivity and some some bit of spirituality so that bit of spirituality it takes over the entire thing just like a bouquet wrap uh, wrapping up the flowers together so you know something like that happened and i went out there i more than anyone else i was proving it to myself that yes if i can accept a challenge as big as this if i'm be there so let me just be there on the ramp called life let me now start walking the ramp called life with that confidence with that beauty and let me start exploring that inside out beauty now not only for myself but for others as well because i somehow felt a connect sharon like you know a connect was so strong that i could see myself in every other woman that i i was passing through or i was meeting yeah. or even when i i don't know her i don't know her by face but i know that deep inside it's me who's reflecting at back at myself so you know that kind of connection started happening and suddenly pageantry seemed to be a step ladder and uh, i finally got to see what i was made to actually wow. do and the purpose of whatever you want to call it a purpose or you want to call it a journey you want to call it a a vision i don't know we can give different names to it so this is it this is how i see my life in you know in a small <laughs> go <laughs> that me so inspiring about you i mean the way you have uh, malmigated all the instances of your life is simply amazing and i love Thank the way you. you you use your authenticity in your talk because that's the yeah. that's the one skill which i teach uh, to people that if you really want to be an outstanding speaker you got to be authentic 
I can sense yes. that you're so authentic in your approach. You spoke about your family, your in-laws, your husband Kuldeep, and you share right. about your journey, your panic attacks. I mean, you're so authentic. Yes. You're so open to talk about your weaknesses. This is something yeah. which is missing in the society. Yes, Sherry, I feel that again, you know, vulnerability is one point yeah. that we all lack in because True. we feel scared that what will the other person think about? Yeah. And once you have seen it all, like I feel, you know, there is a lot to see still. But whatever I have seen and experienced now, I feel it barely matters to be naked in front of the other person. I mean, naked as in. whatever you are inside you should have those guts and you should have that kind of a uh, you know an access to your inside being that you can just clearly take it out and portray in front of the other person that this is what i am this is who i am and if you're not ready to show it that means there there is yet to yet something to be changed inside yourself there is if you're not able to see yourself that clearly in in yeah. front of others that means there is something you want to hide still and that something needs to be curated well by you first so you know this is good enough an indication i feel absolutely absolutely very well said and summed up again so uh, shivangi what inspired you actually to get into this pageant business uh, like you started queen in the making and what right. does it aim to achieve okay uh pageantry as i said it was my passion and something yeah. which helped me to divert my life from panic attacks into a different more constructive direction yeah a more self explorative direction so that was my reason to enter into pageantry and once i entered into pageantry uh you know that that entering was so much crucial and it was so much quintessential i i understood it after a few years of my entering into pageantry because it gave me a clear cut picture of how the society is actually taking up the parameters or how the society is defining something which we call beauty or let's say even enclose it into indian beauty you know the yeah. women are whole soul on a whole soul basis the women are being judged upon and ranked upon two major criteria that's what i i that, that was my perspective that was my kind of inference after going through all these pageants yeah. how well do you portray yourself socially that is how about your looks your the way you carry yourself how well you are in line with the latest fashion trends um how well do you speak in english for that yeah. matter it's a very big criteria in india how um how well are you giving your whole soul picture of a modern yet very culturally embedded woman you know social so that is one criteria yeah. and the second criteria is how good are you at your relationships i mean how well are you taking care of your household your husband your kids how advanced and successful are they in their lives that would actually tell the society that how successful you are as a woman as if you don't have any other role individuality other than being a mother a wife a, a you know a a, a bahu a, and various other a daughter various other relationships that we cater ourselves into so these are the two major criteria that the society is looking at women right now in india at least i feel in india the other right. countries i haven't had a experience as yet so um, this was very very disturbing for me because 
you know once i got that beauty queen badge the crown was there on my head everybody used to just easily you know place me as a gold standard that okay somebody who's as tall as her somebody who's, who's has a complexion as good as hers or say uh, facial features or whatever and people even if women were much more beautiful you know we use the term beautiful even if they were much more beautiful than i was at that particular moment they would just you know look at me like this in a kaash humpi you know so that was something which used to hit me and second thing was when i used to come back home and get into the role of my panic attacks again because of a small tiff here and there a small unstructured quarrel or a fight between me and my husband a small uh unreasoned episode of uh, you know undergoing a bad mood trial sometime and then getting back into that panic attack while was something which was even more disturbing that what kind of a beauty queen am i tagged as when my entire beauty is so hollow and so shallow i don't know my inner strengths i don't know how to restructure and uh, reevaluate my life according to myself then what kind of beauty are we talking about here when i used to look at my mother in law or my mother for that instant i used to find them much bigger as beauty queens compared to myself because they were such poised and balanced women they knew what they were going with their lives like where they were going ahead with their lives right yeah so and that that is the kind of deficiency i felt and in each and every women uh, in each and every woman that i was uh, passing through of my era of my uh, age group of my uh, you know the kind of setup that i live in so i was clearly able to see those deficiencies in them so that was the motive of beginning first a self explorative journey inside myself that what are the things which are lacking and what is the real term uh, real meaning the real definition behind the word beauty how should i encompass the beauty of women be it an acid attack fighter be it somebody who is very willfully facing home violence there are women who are willfully facing home violence happily yeah. you know it's yeah. very difficult to understand yeah. because we have tagged them again you know they are home violence victims but they don't want to call themselves victims now that we have such a huge group and a huge family of women i i understand that there are all types of them you know we are all kinds and we willfully accept our kind so the beauty is a very very broad term and it should encompass each and every woman a uh, woman inside it so that is the major criteria that i began with this initiative called queen in the making as per i began to understand this terminology and to elaborate it in my own life i started giving techniques and procedures and you know small how to do's to attain that kind of motivation and that kind of understanding about your own life's beauty to the women around so this is how queen in this making started absolutely amazing absolutely inspiring and close to your initiative and the way Thanks. you have explained each and every step i think uh, all the people out there who are listening to this podcast will get a lot of inspiration today 
from each and every word you are telling. So, uh, Shivang, you have mentioned about panic attacks. Now, uh, yeah. you know, most of the people actually are not even aware that this is happening to them. And you know, right. I, I had been one of them. I had faced okay. panic attacks too. I had yeah. been through the phase of severe depression for six months. I remember that. Oh and actually, from that phase, I bounced back, and I understand yeah. that, as you said, you know, understanding your true self. So, right. You know, how did you actually came out of this state of mind of panic attacks? Because I know in this kind of situation, a lot of illusions get created by our own mind. As they say, yes. our brain has its own mind. Yes. How did you came yes. out of this? I think this will really help all the viewers to get some support. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll begin with the Z of A to Z first. and then come back to a in this yeah. matter shrey sure. there is no way that we can we can uh, rebuild our mind system there is no way the mind is something which is a continuous process i i'd like to call it minding rather than the mind it's not a thing it's a continuous process and the process what kind of a process that whatever it is seeing hearing smelling touching feeling perspecting about everything around us it is continuously storing and formulating storing and formulating so it's a continuous process called minding and to get groped into this minding process in order to take care of your life is something which i find foolish so the z of it all is that you need to surpass this minding stage and grow beyond it that's the only way to refine our life you have to start looking beyond mind you know that's the only way now i'll come back to a how to do that how to surpass our own minds yeah this i realized that somewhere in our physicality is the key to the to surpass the minding system in our physicality so the physicality would include our entire lifestyles that is the moment we wake up to the moment we are going back into sleep these are the few hours that we have in our hand wherein we can actually restructure the entire system of our growth of our lifestyle of our living as a whole so to begin with how we are getting up in the morning what is the time that we are devoting to ourselves Uh, amongst the 24 hours how much time are we devoting to our own growth which is actually the matter of concern should be the matter of concern yeah. how trivial are we considering the considering the actually trivial and petty issues of our life how much knowledge or how much uh, you know hold do we have on those trivial issues how much time are we devoting to the things that shouldn't be devoted time at all what is the time lapse that we are giving to the things which actually don't require any time they don't actually deserve any time or any attention of ours how much time of our life are we actually devoting to those things and then what kind of treatment are we giving to ourselves on a minute to minute on a second to second basis is actually something which will determine how we are restructuring or how we are designing and creating the life in front of us 
it needs to be understood that we are the only creators there is no creator anywhere up in the sky we are the only creators how we are perceiving see how i am perceiving my world right now sherry is so different from how you are perceiving your world right now you must be having 110 different things in your mind i am having say 110 different things in my mind right now so whatever we have right now with us and whatever we aim or focus upon is actually building up our worlds differently individually so however many people are watching this show right now are having those many worlds are there existing right now in this space no world is matching the other world absolutely not at all so it's our own timeline it's our own focus the game of focus it's our own game of uh dhyan where our dhyan or where our consciousness where our focus lies is actually something which is designing our world it's as simple as that so when a person is asked where you are who are you i'll always say if you are focused upon right now say on a beautiful table you are actually that beautiful table right now you're not this human body if you're focus focusing upon a beautiful vast sky then actually you are that vast sky right now if you're focusing upon a huge mountain so you are actually that huge mountain and if you are focusing focusing upon a very trivial small stupid uh inconsistent temporary issue of your life you're as trivial as pathetic and as temporary a issue right now in yourself so it's all about the game of focus it's all about the game of uh, where your attention is right now absolutely amazing so where the focus goes energy flows yes that's what yes, they say absolutely. in the nutshell yes. simply amazing i love your answers and the way you express and the way you connected to the cross thank you i really appreciate thank and admire the effectiveness you use in your thank communication you. so thank uh, you very kind <laughs> shivangi finally as a dental surgeon and multiple yeah. beauty pageant winner now you are a shining example that beauty and brains are not mutually exclusive so how yes. women out there have their own unique paths um see uh, you have actually answered the question in your own question that uh, yeah. every woman is actually a beauty with brain yeah see why why beauty is so much synonymous with womanhood have you ever have you ever given a thought over it like you know when we see a man we never call him like beautiful man no we never say him sorry to say but we yeah. can't call a man beautiful you know but whenever we see a woman decked up in a nice beautiful sari and you know exuding a kind of confidence and grace a nice smell coming out of her and we call her beautiful just beautiful and sometimes even a woman in her normal clothes sitting at the side of the room with her sewing machine and you know all latpat in her pasina and patida you know even then you know there's some kind of quotient of beauty in her because womanhood is actually beautiful as a whole nature is beautiful and we can actually say that nature is equal to woman because nature is also all creative it is the nurturer it is the creator and similar with women i feel we are the nurturers we are the creators we are the whole soul managers of this ecosystem yeah. you know with the support of men by our side but in terms of beautiful yes we are beautiful now uh, every woman 
needs to understand that the term that we are using worldwide that beauty inside out we actually start we actually need to start living in this terminology we need to tell ourselves that um, that whatever whoever i am you know beauty is something which is uh without any efforts it's relate related to me or it's inside me it's embedded in me now when i hear that people are trying to empower women many speakers have risen this point and i would again like to raise this point that yeah. we are already empowered beings yeah. but the only thing lacking is that we have forgotten that we are empowered beings most of the women including myself if i look at the shivangi a few years ago i had somewhere down the lane forgotten the real meaning of empowerment today if we look at the society empowering means a person who is able to take up a career of her choice a person who's able to speak english well and fluent a person who's able to wear the clothes of her choice a person who's able to contest at each and every level of life just like a man a person who's read, who's allowed to show her aggression like a man a person who's able to go out and fetch bread and butter like a man a person who's able to earn as much money as a man a person who's able to get relief from household work like a man like a man like a man like a man you know empowerment to us is somewhere getting synonymous to be like a man it is so foolish it is so stupid of us women to think that way our femininity is is actually our strength you know what nelson mandela once said he said that for a leader to grow actually for a for a person or to for a man to grow like a leader you know i'm not quoting his exact words but then his his words had such a huge impact on me that uh, i took it as it is that he said that for a man to grow as a leader he first has to allow the woman inside him to grow wow what else do you want to hear oh woman what else do you want to hear you're already a woman please allow yourself to grow as a woman womanhood means it is synonymous with beauty it is synonymous with kindness it is synonymous with softness it is synonymous with being yourself being rooted in yourself i mean you are soft you are polite you are kind this is not your weakness at all it is it is your strength being compassionate is our strength and what do you require to be a leader okay you want to be a fearful leader fine shakti is fearful as well but then to lay down that shakti to lay down that urja that content of wisdom mixed with aggression in a constructive way is only in the hands of a woman if i look at you sherry with due respect yeah you are a man you are a man undoubtedly but then the way you talk the way you convey your thoughts the way you link with another person in the beginning of the interview it might it might not be recorded here but i i told you that your the warmth on your face is making making me feel comfortable right 
the warmth that you are exuding with your body language is making me feel comfortable how do you see these traits as it is the femininity in you how do you feel that you are allowing a woman to talk this much on your platform related to womanhood telling the world that womanhood has its own existence what part of you is letting you do that your femininity is letting you do that what part of you is letting you lead a group as big as this you know i i feel that your femininity has to be contributed a lot has contributed a lot to this so for any man you know in for that matter in my husband i see a lot of feminism in him the way he understands my workload the way he is there with me all the time you know hand in hands the way he understands that if i'm going out and earning he has his share of keeping himself back at home and working at home as well you know so this is the kind of feminism that needs to be grown in in humanity as a whole the feministic energy has been uh, pulled down pushed down it has been really uh, you know it has been taken aback as something which is weaker something which is of no use something which is just restricted to the intuitive powers of the mind just like no regular or something but then femininity has actually led to the existence of us all so i want women to realize it i want them to realize their real essence and not to change because the world is leading on to something which we called a patriarchal mode of living don't change yourself because let time take its own tide according to you that's what i want to tell the women it's it's tough to be in your own shoes and to regain and hold on to something which we are originally it's very very tough because you know the uh, temporary circumstances they actually tell us to change instantaneously and to adopt a new behavior instantaneously which is not us but then it's okay just for a timely peace of mind or just for a temporary comfort don't lose who you are originally so be who you are be in your own shoes and feel comfortable and proud of what you are if you are proud of wearing a sari or a simple suit i mean if you're comfortable in that be proud of it if you are comfortable to- talking in bhojpuri or hindi rather than english all the time be proud of it if you are if you are happy taking care of kids on the backhand of the family of saving rather than earning be proud of it yeah. seek yourself as somebody who is actually uh, the nurturer more than the earner right if you're more comfortable in washing the utensils and taking care of the household decorating the household be proud of it don't take it as somebody who's talentless it's a talent it's actually a talent yeah. it's actually a blessing so feel it that way and look at yourself here how you want to look at yourself just look here don't look in the outside world no need to peep into other people's eyes and minds to understand who you are you need to just peep inside yourself to understand who you that's what i want to tell to the women and i'm very very emotional about it 
wow and i can sense every bit of it right now it is so inspiring the way you have expressed a key message to all the women out there i love the way you have actually explained the word feminist i think nobody spoke to me like this earlier ever have met a lot of stalwarts and achievers in the society but nobody has yeah. given such a lucid explanation of these words and actually the real meaning connected to our real lives fabulous dr shivani yeah. i'm really impressed thank you thank you so much sherry i'm i'm so happy that you understood it <laughs> so if you can understand yeah. i think people will be able to understand what i want to convey of yeah, course of you. course i'm just enjoying every bit of this interview it's very very inspiring thank indeed you. the way you have actually seen your journey journey from where you were and now for achieving glory in your life so from nowhere to somewhere and from somewhere to everywhere that's what i say for inspiration yeah. from anywhere thank you. Thank you, thank you so, so great. much. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Shivangi. What will be your key message for MS Talks community? A quick one, and uh, then if anyone is interested, he or she can drop their comments. Yes, they can. They can drop their messages, yeah. their doubts, or whatever questions they have. You people are most welcome to do that. I'll be honored to answer each and every one of you. So and uh, yes, for the MS Talks. Uh, the entire fraternity the entire community i'll say that uh, please be yourself don't fear to exhibit your true self in front of the society and uh, as sherry also would agree i feel that uh, an effective speaker is the one who uses a simple and an understandable language more than a flowery vocabulary so don't just hide your original thoughts behind uh, search of flowery ununderstandable vocabulary please be simple and please be straight forward in your conduct while you speak and do have eye contacts when you talk to people because when we talk our eyes and our hands do much more of talking than what our you know the voice is doing so yes all the best and please of course all the doubts are invited all questions are invited Thank you so much for having me here Sherry it was just lovely you know because you gave me so much of space again to be a good speaker one should be a good listener as well so you gave me so much of space that i could express myself absolutely completely thank you so brilliant uh, such a pleasure to having you here and uh, it's been wonderful listening to each and everything we have explained about your journey about the way you have transformed about your organization about the way you are nurturing your own life and inspiring others thank you very much for taking out the time dr shivangi it's a pleasure talking to you and to all thank the viewers you. out there if you have any questions if you have any queries don't forget to drop your comment and as dr shivangi has promised she'll be answering all your comments and doubts and queries so thank you very much for joining in for this interview this interview was broadcasted by ms talks india Thank you very much. Hope to see you soon. Goodbye.